minutes 106. Thank you very much. I'm going to call the meeting to order. Uh, this is the meeting of the nominating committee. Today is Friday, November 19th, 2021. And this is a remote meeting via uh, video and teleconferencing. Uh, Secretary Ventry, would you call the roll? Chair Collins. Present. Commissioner Ferris. Here. And Commissioner Walker. Here. And we have a quorum. We have a quorum. Um, so I'm going to begin the meeting. This meeting is being held by teleconference pursuant to government code section 454953 uh, and the 24th supplement to the mayoral proclamation declaring the existence of a local emergency. During the corona disease COVID-19 emergency, the Arts Commission's regular meeting room is closed. Meetings of the Arts Commission will convene remotely. Today, the Arts Commission meeting is being streamed using the WebEx platform and will allow for remote public comment. While this technology allows us to hold these meetings remotely, it may not be as seamless as we would prefer. There will be gaps and delays as staff transitions the technology between speakers. Please know that we are doing our best, the best that we can, and we ask for your patience. Before we start, I'd like to remind all of us about the policies and procedures for virtual public meetings. At this meeting, we are bound to follow the structure of our agenda and adhere to the best practices set out in the Good Government Guide. At every public meeting, there is a place for general public comment, where members of the public may make comment on any item pertaining to this body. In this case, please keep your general public comments to items under the purview of the San Francisco Arts Commission. For every item on the agenda, there is also a space for public comment pertaining to that item. Respectfully, we ask that you keep your public comment on topic. A few virtual meeting housekeeping matters. Commissioners and staff, if you have not already done so, please mute your, your microphones to minimize background noise. And when you speak, well, you'll have to unmute yourselves. Commissioners, please raise your hand to be recognized to speak or ask a question if it is not always clear to me uh, if you are the speaker. Also, please introduce yourself when you speak so callers on the phone will know who is speaking. Now, I will turn it over to our Commission Secretary, Alyssa Ventry, for further public comment instructions. Thank Ms. you. Ventry? The Commission has strongly encouraged interested parties to submit their comments in writing prior to this meeting to art-info.sfgov.org. For members of the public who wish to make public comment, the phone number is 415-655-0001. Access code 2481-697-6029. You'll be prompted to press pound twice. Your line will be muted, but you'll be able to hear the meeting in progress. You may also make public comment using the WebEx link. When you click the link, you'll be prompted to enter first, last name, and email address. If you wish to remain anonymous, you may type public in the first last name field and public at public.com in the email field. Please make sure you're in a quiet location that all devices around you are muted so there's no echo when you speak. At the appropriate time, the chair will ask for public comment. For members of the public using WebEx, please raise your hand. If you're calling by phone, press star 3 to be put into the queue. This will add you to the speaker line. When the system says your message has been unmuted, this is your time to speak. Uh, when your microphone has been unmuted, you'll hear us ask you to state your name and make your comments. You're encouraged but not required to state your name for the record. I will start your three minutes when you begin talking using a visual timer. You'll get a 30 second audible warning. At that point, I'll put you back on mute and you'll be moved out of the speaker line. 
You'll hear your line has been muted. Participants who wish to speak on other public comment periods can stay on the meeting line and listen to the next public comment opportunity. Um, staff will take real-time public comment before reading email comments to ensure all members of the public have an opportunity to comment in real time. Um, public comment instructions are shared on the screen. Any individual who speaks during the public comment period can email brief written summary of the comments to be included in the minutes if it's 150 words or last art-info at sfgov.org. Um, Commissioner Collins, please begin the meeting when you're ready. Thank you. I'm going to call agenda item number two. Um, number two, but before, let's ask for general public comment. This is allows members of the public to comment generally on matters within the committee's purview, as well as to suggest new agenda items for the committee's consideration. Is there any public comment on item number two? General public comment? We have no email and public comment, and there's no public in the room, so we have no general public comment. Thank you very much. I'm now going to move to agenda item number three. If you wish to make public comment on this item, um, raise your hand to be added to the queue, and you will be added and called upon at the appropriate time. This matter is has to do with the nomination of candidates. The action that we'll take today is the discussion and possible motion to nominate candidates for the Arts Commission President and Vice President for the calendar year 2022. Is there any public comment um, on item number three, nomination of candidates? We have no email public comment and there's no comment, um, public commenters in the room, so we have no public comment. Sure. So now I'm going to, we're going to have a, a discussion um, around the nominating committee process. For the record, um, we developed a methodology that we applied consistently. We had a series of questions that each one of the three other, uh, two other members, uh, Commissioner Walker and Commissioner Ferris, uh, utilized along with me. Uh, it was uh, very simple, but it basically allowed us to have a, a process in which the same questions were being asked across the board. And so we allocated responsibility for uh, talking with members of the commission and also uh, members of the senior commission staff to gain their input into the leadership uh, of the commission that allows us to stand on uh, the basis of a decision. And so, uh, with that, uh, I would just like to ask both Commissioner Walker and Commissioner Ferris, were you able, I can, I can say that I, I had every single phone call um, uh, with everyone on my list, and I would just ask for each of you, um, and then perhaps a little bit of comment uh, from, let's starting with Commissioner Walker, were you able to complete the process, and what were some of the broad themes that you um, discovered? You're muted. Commissioner Walker, you're on mute. <laughs> Sorry. There you go. Start rebound. Sorry about that. Um, and I keep saying it's morning, so clearly I haven't had enough coffee. <laughs> um, thank you, uh, Commissioner Collins, and good to see everybody. Um, yes, I I reached all my six that I was uh, that were on my list, and sort of deciphered the the reach of the questions to 
um, just have a discussion with folks. I think that um, broadly, everyone is really excited and committed to stay on and move forward and excited about the opportunities ahead, just being on the commission and uh, supporting our arts community. But also, I think everybody is really super conscious about the reality that things are shifting and um, shifting coming out of COVID after going into COVID and um, shifting from the emergency response to a more long-term, um, uh, not agenda, but view. And specifically around leadership, everyone, everyone expressed positive about the, the leadership as we came through COVID over the last two years. There was a, an interest from most, if not all, in making sure as we go forward, we have stability and consistency around leadership and, and connection with staff and all of the wonderful stuff that is happening. Um, but there's also a, a real interest from almost everyone that there's an awareness of change and that there really is a consciousness about the priorities right now where um, folks mentioned that we have in the past decade or so really had a global reach of bringing in big art, um, really adopting to a lot of what the development is reflecting around the tech industry and the energy around that. So there was a real sort of global and broad reach around that. And it has necessarily and purposefully shifted to local, if not hyper-local. Um, a lot of the work that we did through COVID was aimed at uh, really empowering neighborhood, really supporting the efforts of the rest of our city, the, all of the other departments, the Mayor's Office of Economic Development, um, planning, I mean, a lot of different departments, the, the school board itself, you know, the school district, the education, there's so much that happened as a result of COVID, so many needs and so many responses from the city, very broadly sprinkled all over the city. So there was a real um, awareness of that and a real interest to make sure we connect appropriately our arts community with all of that. And um, so even as, I mean, even as there's there was an interest in stability, there is also a real interest to make sure we're um, we're connecting in the way that is that plays to the strength of our commission and our each individual in it. So um, everyone has very specific interests about around. Some of the folks were really interested in in these projects we're talking about about supporting uh, community, supporting the merchant efforts, getting getting arts activated across the entire city on every neighborhood you know in the merchant corridors in every district um and there was a few folks who were specifically interested more in really um, reviewing the art space slash artist housing concept that has been discussed over the decades so there's 
you know, I, there's a lot of information available as we go forward um, around the committees. I think our conversations are gonna are gonna um, probably reflect sort of this the shift in the city around priorities in recovery of our programmatic stuff, but also how our arts community connects to it. So, um, I mean, I'm just going to put out there, there's, there was support for keeping things the same in the leadership, specifically um, the people, uh, Roberto and Janine, but there's also a lot of interest um, that from the folks I spoke to um, in um, Commissioner Collins being the lead. So, I'm just going to put it out there that it's, you know, it, it it makes sense on some level, on a big level to me, just because um, you have been such a strong leader in the community of investments uh, group that those are the issues that are really going to be forward now. I mean, we're going to have to deal with a lot of community programs and neighborhood outreach and working with other departments, which generally is around the community outreach um, their community investment group, uh, concept. So, um, but there's an, there's also, you know, it was, it was interesting to help identify people who are really interested in future leadership, who we need to do a lot more mentoring just on the logistics of leading a commission, but also sort of playing to those strengths. So, um, you know, folks like Paul and, and Janine is really continuing to be interested in serving as vice president chair or vice president, whatever it is. So um, there it is. I mean, that's sort of what I learned. I'm sure that there are other things. I'm going to look through my notes as we discussed, but I'll leave it there for starters. Well, that was a great start. And um, now this is a relay. Can you catch the baton, Commissioner Ferris? <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Commissioner Collins. And yes, thank you, Commissioner Walker, uh, for that great start. Um, I will echo some of the things that you had brought up actually. So uh, I did make all of my calls that were on the list and was able to connect with everyone uh, that I, I was tasked to connect with. Um, and I actually got somewhat of a, a split in terms of the feedback. There was uh, some people that were um, happy and excited to have the current leadership continue. Um, and then there was a few people that uh, had some concerns about where leadership is now and um, and ideas about where it could go. So, um, I mean, there was definitely support for both Roberto and I actually would say across the board um, for Janine uh, in continuing uh, their posts, but there was concern in terms of how uh, leadership and the president specifically um, works with the staff and specifically our director, Ralph Remington, um, how the commission gets its name out there, uh, lets people know what we're doing, the um, collaboration between the commission and the city in terms of not just the work that the Arts Commission does, but that the city does uh, in the arts in general. Um, making sure that we have a voice and a presence um, both in the media so that we can really show off and tell people the amazing work that we're doing and the amazing commissions that are coming out. And, you know, just a bit of a concern that 
maybe that isn't uh, as strong as it has been in the past, um, you know, and how how the the president and vice president and the executive committee can really lend itself to working with both the director as well as uh, the communications director um, to make sure that we are going to support city events and we are, um, you know, being the ambassadors of art in San Francisco that we are tasked with doing as commissioners. Um, there was actually also feelings of being underutilized. Uh, you know, as Commissioner Walker mentioned, we have such an amazing commission. We have so many amazing people on our commission at this time, and we all have different strengths and different passions and different things that we can bring uh, to the role that we're serving right now and, and to serve the city and our community. Um, and really wanting to be uh, both recognized for that and and used for that. Like, so, uh, you know, asking um, leadership to ask us to step up into roles where we really can step into our strengths and, and bring what we have to offer to the commission. Um, there was also, you know, some worries and, and concerns just about uh, the need to expand how the executive committee is working with staff and the director and wanting to make sure that that relationship um, offers the checks and balances that it's meant to so that we can uh, help the commission grow, so that we can um, really make sure that one, what we have to bring is there and respected and uh, used, but also that um, what the commission is doing is really put at the forefront of, of part of the story that the commission brings to what's going on in art in San Francisco. Uh, the idea that we're doing all these great things, but a lot of people don't even know what we do. <laughs> so uh, that was, that was definitely some of the things that came up, um, you know, wanting to feel like we're being nurtured in our roles as well. So um, that is part of the conversation that we had, uh, wanting to have more outreach and promoting the arts as a city team, um, not wanting to feel disconnected from that. So, and as Commissioner Walker said, I think that's a good start. Uh, there's definitely more that we can get into in our discussion. Well, I certainly appreciate that. You know, the themes that that, that I think are really coming together um, is what is our mission? What is the vision? What are the values that we have? And then what are the strategies that we put in place in order to be effective? And in as, as Commissioner Walker reminds us that we're going from hyper um, kind of global view to hyper local. And where does the arts, where do the arts fit in the need for a robust economy upon which we have a sustainable community and are therefore the, the, the values that we hold uh, in spreading the ecology of the, of the arts through our work um, is a virtuous cycle. And so we, we have to be a part of that. And we know that a substantial and outweighed part of our economy is driven by our, uh, our, our artistic uh, space. It's extraordinarily important and deeply integrated. It's one of the reasons some people even move here, you know, for the 
for the civic, you know, uh, arts opportunity and, and the abundance of nature. And those are grounding points where, you know, as a commission, I think that, you know, I, I also heard in addition, so this is just not tried to, this is in addition, a real need for strategic focus. And I remember when we went through this, when, when Tom DeCaney was uh, the director, uh, it was a magnificent period of time for us to be able to really delve in and therefore help everyone to understand, you know, where they can make their great contribution. You know, the other thing that has emerged from a lot of this, and I think that uh, Commissioner Walker at the very beginning of the, uh, of the pandemic was talking about the importance of our cultural centers, you know, as deep roots in our community. And what are the opportunities for us to even deepen even more so, you know, the, uh, the, 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 the fabric that we are a part of and that is so deeply enriched by our, our cultural centers. And, and in a sense, what I was hearing from a lot of people is we feel a little disconnected. We actually, I don't like that little, we feel disconnected from a lot of things. And what will help us to drive towards a greater utilization of all of our resources in linking together communication strategies, knowing that we all want to be more deeply involved. We want to be on the journey together. And, and, and look, so many of the limitations that we have because of good governance, um, we need to have an opportunity to really pull ourselves together, right? And so it seems to me that the crux of our question about the leadership is at a time when we have had everything dispersed and now we are, quote, coming together with a new executive, with a new director of cultural affairs and many opportunities for us to even be stronger in our opportunity to, to serve the ecology and develop the ecology of the city. Is this the moment for us to change our commission leadership or is it really within the time frame that we expect next year? And I think this is one of the instructions that comes out. You know, Director Remington, your commission wants you to engage in a strategic planning process so that we can collect all of these threads that we're talking about, make sense of all the opportunities that we have, and therefore, you know, ensure that we are well utilized that we really feel connected, that we're on the journey together, that we are communicating the magnificent work that's going on, and that all of this work is going both for the purpose of the arts, but also the recovery, you know, of our city, right? Strategic plans are generally time-bound. Your mission, your values, your visions may change, right? But the strategies you put in place put all those things into action. And so I think that one of the, the questions that we would, that, that I would ask, do we change our president and vice president at a time when we are about to engage and embark on, on bringing ourselves together? And would, it, and, and would it be, I'm asking a question, it might be a leading question, but would it be better for us to retain our leadership for this coming year with the expectation that a lot of this stuff is gonna be coming together and may provide a better framework then for what we're looking for in terms of you know, president and vice presidency to actually implement with the director, the leadership behind the plan.
that's that's where I've you know really seen a lot of you know the integration of where we are right now and the incredible opportunity that we that we must ask our president and our chief executive officer, our director of cultural affairs, to lead us forward in this next year. Anyway, now we've got all these things on the table. What do you, Deborah, you, for some reason you got a little whirling. Did we lose Deborah Walker? I think her that? service is not great. Okay. Commissioner Walker, can you hear us? She's on mute for sure. I hear you. Okay. This was uh, getting a mixed message, so yeah, turn it's my better to off. turn off your video when that happens. Okay. So, so um, do we change? Do we do we change horses in the middle of the stream, or are we? You know, let, let's hear the discussion now. I think that Commissioner Ferris. And Commissioner Walker are both on mute. Um, I'm happy to pipe in. Um, so I think that uh, there is definitely interest in the idea of doing what you had just mentioned, Commissioner um, Collins, is the idea that uh, there's benefits to keeping our current leadership, especially as we are still transitioning now out of COVID. Um, and Director Remington, it being his first year, is really just kind of getting in the flow of, of how things are, are working at the Arts Commission and or potentially not. So uh, the benefit there, as you had mentioned, is they are in a, a unique position to, one, not only keep things uh, moving um, because they are uh, in a comfortable working relationship with each other, um, but then also open, I believe, to uh, the idea of how can we use this time um, to really move forward and think of ways that we can make the commission better and work better and work better with our commissioners and our staff. Uh, so I do agree for, for the most part of uh, the feedback that I got, even with people that had concerns uh, about the way things are currently, is that they are open to the idea of working with the current leadership moving forward for at least one more year um, to really kind of try to implement some of the things that we are uh, wanting to see the change in. And obviously, as, as is talked about in all sorts of areas with, with COVID, we are in a unique position to implement that change. Things are more open and susceptible to uh, being updated and changed uh, more than ever. So um, I would say, yeah, for the most part, that's the feedback I got, even from people that were concerned, um, but that they wanted to have that conversation and that ability to communicate um, how they would like to see things change. And they do have, for the most part, faith in our current leadership to listen to that and be open to that change and to implement that change. Um, I'll, I will mention that was not across the board. There were a few people that did think a change in leadership might actually uh, be more helpful in making that change happen. But I would say overwhelmingly, at least from the people I talked to, uh, they were still open to the same uh, leadership going forward. 
That is very helpful because, you know, where we're all aligned is that uh, the way we are now is not where we want to be in two, three, four, or six months, right? And the interval in there is the opportunity for a strategic uh, planning, a real strategic engagement exercise that brings in all of those threads that you just, that both you and Commissioner Walker were talking about, right? I'm, I'm the sort of person that likes to have things put in a context, you know, and, and when, when we changed leadership and, and, and Roberto Ordignana became the, the president, it was a time of transition and, and holding together, you know, when Tom left and then the interim period with Denise, uh, Bradley Tyson, and then the pandemic bringing in simultaneously director walker i'm sorry um remington you know it, it's been it's it, it's it's been an unstable period right but instability instability also can breed great opportunity and so you sometimes see you know what you're missing and where your strengths are and so i think almost to a person from who i talked to it was that uh, leadership without direction um, is not where we want to be, but we want to use our leadership to, to help to really articulate in an extremely interesting process, the stimulating of all of these ideas towards a goal, right? And, and so I was also hearing, you know, from those that I had seven of them, including three staff members, um, was that that leadership transition might be disruptive uh, at the same time as as director remington still has major staffing to really put in place and to integrate those those people into their positions and the knowledge that they need to acquire in order to be effective and so it's happening at multiple levels right new staff new integration people in the new way of working and then also these the great opportunity for us to more deeply influence the city through the arts and our whole ecosystem through the arts. So what I what I heard probably, you know, yes, transition needs to happen. Also, people talked about bench strength, feeling very strongly that that we continue to build that that bench. And also there was something that came up that I thought was interesting. And that was a better utilization of the vice president of the board of the of the commission. That if you think of a shared leadership model, in which all of the responsibility doesn't just lie with the president of the commission, but how do you actually allocate that responsibility, you know, so that you can help to orient new, you know, new new uh, members of the commission, the better orientation of staff. So that it's not just one person or two people, but you really got a team. And then that team actually can be a part of a different type of culture that Commissioner Ferris was talking about. And that is the engagement strategy, the better engagement of the members of the commission across all of this work. Um, I wish that Commissioner Walker would go off, get on mic, because I just want to hear a little bit more. There she is. We can't I'm here. See you, but, we, but, we, but we can hear you. 
So yeah, um, I, I'm which, on. Which uh, did you weigh in? Absolutely. I um, I was listening, but I can't. I'm walking down the street, and it's kind of distracting to watch the world go back, go by me. You know, um, the the. I mean, I think either way, whether we go with new leadership or whether we go with existing leadership, um, I don't, I don't know. I mean, it matters to a degree because there, there is so much changing. It may give people comfort that something is the same. Um, so I get that, and I. I mean, I personally would like to see new leadership. That's that's where I'm at, and it's nothing to reflect on the old leadership. I just feel like there's a real shift in what we're talking about, and I, I'm looking at it as the most effective process. But you know, I'm not. I think that it's if we can really utilize more our committee conversations to really like get to the the meat of the changes we're talking about and we don't even know i mean just like we didn't know going into covid what changes were going to be required coming out of it into whatever this new reality for our art industry is is going to take really reviewing it and working with the community to figure it out so i think that maybe that is better put to the different com different committees and then brought for the full conversation after it's sort of filtered out a bit but um and in that case i mean i feel like if i look in total at all of the different committee leadership in combination with the commission leadership it makes sense to keep it the same even just for a year and really work to mentor the next leaders in all in all cases together so that we we all sort of arrive at the same place and i feel like there's so much going on there is a lot of change across the board in our city all of the departments are adjusting how they work together is adjusting. We're still waiting for our arts hub. I hate to, I think I have to mention that at every meeting. So <laughs> I'll take this opportunity, which hopefully will address everything and underlines what you were talking about, about strengthening our assets and partnerships so that we can use them better, especially the cultural centers. But also, I mean, as I've said in talking to everybody, there's a lot of potential change for that concept of what is it, what is an asset in the city you know there's a lot of the shipyard is coming over to the city that's hundreds of artists that are counting on some assistance from us i think um and it's an opportunity for expansion you know we are making decisions hopefully that will affect our arts infrastructure in 100 years I mean, that's the goal of not just taking care now, but really taking care of the future, you know? And it's not just that the arts community has a spiritual effect on our city, it does on, on all of us living here, but financially, a billion and a half a year into our economy, 
at least, I'm sure it's more now with all of the rising prices, but you know, we have to support it and really utilize that. So that's where I'm at. I, I don't mean to be on the fence, but I don't know that we, I don't know that there, I feel like in the case of right now, if there, if we all are on the fence, maybe it's best to stay where we are and really make sure everybody understands that there's shifts coming. <laughs> so we have to all work together on them and communicate better. So use our committees, use each of the commissioners, do a strategic planning, you know, and then convene and meet with the public and communicate with the public much more often. So that's why I'm at. I don't know if that's helpful, but. Well, I, I really appreciate what you're saying because what, one of the things that I, I would like coming out of this conversation is is more of a sense of a shared leadership model. Yeah, exactly. And, 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 and our, our commissioners are somewhat frustrated, not all of them, but many want to be more engaged, right? Yeah. And so when when we have a better understanding of what engagement really means and, and what those opportunities are, then I think that we'll be at a better point in time to identify changes in leadership. Perfect. Um, and what I would I but is there do you think that we're in, in a position to make a motion now, or should we basically uh, recess and and come back to this in a week um, or two? Where is the will of the uh, committee? Um, I in in I feel like. I'm fine with making a motion to continue all leadership the same for a year with a caveat that we are mentoring new leadership for the next election. And Commissioner Ferris. Uh, I tend to agree that agree with that as well, although I would like to um, just acknowledge the other folks that came up in our conversations um, because the commissioners I talked to wanted to make sure that we were acknowledging these people as well. Um, okay. Even if we do end up nominating the current leadership, I think it's a good uh, it's a good idea to acknowledge who people are thinking of, so that that can kind of inform us as we're going forward as well. Um, if we change leadership next year, I think I also um, just maybe um, how we introduce this is what we have decided, and then ask other folks. I mean. You know, mentioned folks in leadership. I'm happy to do that of the folks mentioned for leadership in my group. And then also they get to talk too, don't they? When we're having our, when we're reporting out of our nominating committee. Yes, there will be a discussion on whatever motion that we make. Yeah, so people um, can be invited if they want to share. If not, if we've, if we've said enough, they don't have to share, but. I wanna, I think it's fair for each of the commissioners to be heard as much as they wanna be in public, so. Well, I, I certainly, I've been through this nominating process now maybe three or four times. And uh, what, what's really, this is probably the most robust of the process uh, that I have, I, I've ever seen. Um, <laughs> the, the, the pregnancy, the fertility of the yeah. opportunity uh, ahead of us is palpable. Every, oh, totally. 
it, it's <laughs> phenomenal, right? And Commissioner Walker, um, your 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 deep engagement over these two years, revealing um, how important the voice of someone at the table, you know, is in the arts. Um, you know, now we have a director of cultural affairs. And imagine, you know, the, the shared sense of leadership that will be needed for us to really integrate the future that may be possible, right? So if, if there could be a motion, the motion can also contain in it some of the underlying uh, questions because the motion could be very simple, but the motion can also say that within this motion is a real urging with respect to developing a strategic path forward uh, that will allow us to understand the many threads that can come together and opportunities to accelerate our impact in the arts and to better utilize all members that are a part of our commission family staff, as well as commissioners uh, to the benefit of our strategic plan in a much more active and hands-on way, right? That's, that's what I think we're all hearing. People want to sign up and get going and be involved. And in a sense, Ab you know, Commissioner Walker, you have really been an example of that, right? What does it look like for a person really as a commissioner to maintain their commission status and not be an executive director, not trembling on, you know, the, 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 the potential conflicts that that can be? But what happens when you have, you know, a dozen other allies in that type of allyship? We want more allyship. Is that correct? Well, and absolutely, that, absolutely. And also, there's so much work that is going to need to be done in, especially just in outreaching and touching the community around what their needs are, how, how we're fitting the need and the priorities, you know? Well, it's one really, of the things that was beautiful about the last process um, was when we went out into the community. And I remember Marcus Shelby you know, would play at some of these community meetings and people were just like having their voice and they were heard. And we did it like in Golden Gate Park where people could get, and we did it in places where people could be seen and heard. And all of that then began to lead towards what we're about to have again was the community convening, right? Where people can be seen and people can be heard. And we do this, and, and our whole strategic planning process is completely in the sunshine. So it really is a great opportunity for us to think together with our community and to activate those voices and really, you know, get imagine that we do this with our cultural centers. You know, it was overwhelmingly amazing, you know, to hear each one of them have the time and space to be heard. And then look at last week at the Bayview Opera House the genius that was performed there in our own home, right? So that people want to be involved. And I think that the motion that I am hearing, though I'm not going to make the motion, what I'm hearing is that uh, we, we want to uh, really think about the strategic uh, process going forward to integrate all of these opportunities and also to create a new type of allyship and shared sense of voice and, and, and out, outreach and engagement on the part of the commission um, in, in the work of the future. Moved. All right, well, I, I'm, the, the chair doesn't make the motion. 
what you just said. And well, I agree, uh, Commissioner Collins. I couldn't agree more. I think that is kind that of a motion. Then uh, I move. Uh, I call for the motion to uh, nominate our current leadership with the idea that we will be uh, working to um, build stronger partnerships, both with our community as well as with staff, and the collaboration with commissioners in. Uh, a shared vision and building a strategic plan uh, for doing so going forward. Does that kind of cover it, Chair? And, that, and that's on the record. Is that correct, uh, Secretary Venturi? Yes. We have a motion. Do we have a second to the motion? I second it. Can we have any discussion on the motion? Uh, is there any? Uh, first, I should ask for public comment. Is that correct, Secretary Venturi? Yes, um, we have no public in the room, so there is no public comment. The only thing I would like to add again is just acknowledging the names that came up from our fellow commissioners. Commissioner Collins, your name came up. Uh, you are, are definitely well respected in uh, on for the me too. And for me yes. too, for me too. And also, I really deeply appreciate you know, it, this, this, I think for each one of us, in, including Alyssa, this is, this is the work we've chosen to do. There's always a time and a place for anyone to accept leadership. And I think what we're saying right now is that we don't want a leadership change. We want to create the conditions upon which clarity of leadership going forward emerges. Correct. Yes. Um, well, I, I do just want to acknowledge you. Commissioner, okay, Commissioner well, Collins, as well as. Uh... <laughs> anyway, um, so we have a motion. We have a second to the motion. Any further discussion on this? Commissioner Ferris, did are you still you're still with us? Did you want to add any other discussion? Uh, is it appropriate for me to say the other names, even if we are not going to nominate them? Yep. Yes. Okay. Uh, Commissioner Shelby also came up um, as potentially a strong leader, especially with the education work he, he does. Of course, um, Roberto and Janine um, were mentioned by everybody. Uh, Commissioner Schneer and Commissioner Beltran. All these names came up in terms of uh, folks that that other commissioners um, felt strongly would be good leaders. Thank you. In addition to that, Commissioner Ferris's name came up. And Commissioner Walker's name came up. So we've got a whole bunch of great opportunities ahead, don't we? Now that we've all outed each other. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Shall I so, take roll call? Yes, would you, would you call the roll on the motion, please? Yes. Uh, Chair Collins? Yes. Commissioner Ferris? Yes. And Commissioner Walker? Yes. And the motion carries unanimously. So, um, unless uh, there is some countermand, uh, this is the recommendation of the nominating committee. And I think that we just want to ensure that uh, our chief executive of the city is aligned with that. And, uh, and so uh, we will um, appropriately communicate. 
so that there are no surprises. And if we need to have another meeting, then we will do that in time uh, and we'll notify uh, Secretary Venturi with respect to that. But unless otherwise directed, we will take this nomination forward to the commission meeting on December 6th. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Well, is there any further business that we need to discuss? Our next item is adjournment. Item number four is adjourned. <laughs> this meeting is adjourned. Thank you Thank very you, much. Everyone. Right, Thank you so much, everybody. Commissioners. Bye bye. See you later.